Hello, you are listening to the Morning Mindset Podcast, where we in this podcast do all things to do what? Get your mind right. I know that as women, as professionals, we have all the things going on for us. We have the degrees, we have the jobs, we have the kids, we have the spouses, we have the families, we have all the things. But all in all, do we have our minds right? So in each episode of this podcast, what we would like to do is to help you to break down those things that are weighing you down, that are causing barriers, that are keeping you from being the best that you can absolutely be. Yes, we come at it from a career standpoint, but it's real life stuff that you'll be able to apply for all of your life. So if you're ready to really get your mind right, to really push beyond your limitations, to really go beyond limiting beliefs, to break free of fear, imposter syndrome, self-doubt, this is the place for you. Keep listening. I'm your host, HR exec turned career pathfinder and executive coach, Keisha Hicks, and I welcome you to the morning. I am Keisha Hicks. I'm an HR um, executive as well as a career coach. I own a business called the Elevate Her, where I um, primarily help um, HR professionals that are undervalued, uh, feel under under unappreciated, underutilized. I help them land their next roles. I wanted to come in here today and talk to you to the subject of how do you know when it's time to quit, like to quit your jobs, right? How do you know when it's time to quit? Um, we know the whole great resignation and all that stuff. We get it. We got it. Okay. Um, but I will tell you that, you know, the decision on whether or not you should quit your job is not an easy one for many people. Right. Um, it's sometimes you find yourself going back and forth, like, should I wait or should I like really go ahead and put myself out there? And when is the right time? You know, um, for me, I would tell you and I would say this to you, if your environment, if your work environment is um, no longer serving you, like you're not really getting anything anymore out of it, um, if it's super toxic where you work um, or if it doesn't allow you to grow. Right. It might be time for you to go. It might be time for you to be thinking about let's move on. Right. Um, But that's easier said than done. Right. Right. because I, I'm today, I'm going to speak from my own experience, and I'm going to tell you how I quit and how it went down for me. Um, but for me, let me just say, and if you're like me, um, and you're on the fence about do I go, should I stay, whatever it is, you go into this whirlwind, right? You start spinning out in your mind, right? You're thinking about all the things, right? Um, what about security? What about um, if I'm going to be stable in my next one, my next role? Um, what if I'm going to be satisfied in my next role? What if, you know, what what's going to happen with my stress level in the next role, right? It's all these what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, right? Um but here's the thing. Um, for me, what happened was I went into complete analysis paralysis. Like I froze up. Right. Um, let me let me let me give you the backdrop. Let me tell you the story. OK, so um, this was a few years back, but um, I had been in an environment and I had made it to the top of where I was going to go. Right. Um, essentially, I was going to have to wait until um, the next time or the next role would open up, which would be the tippy tippy top. And um, 
it just wasn't gonna happen, right? I didn't see it anytime coming. Um, and not to mention, I kind of felt as though I was outgrowing the role. Okay. Have you ever felt like you've out, you're starting to outgrow a role? And um, at the time, it wasn't as though I could just jump out there and just do something, right? Um, because here's the thing I'm a mom, right? I'm a wife. I have responsibilities, right? So these are some of the things that I was thinking about. Like, you know, um, how do I just, you know, pick up and go find another job? I got to make sure that I'm not taking a pay cut when I go into this next role, um, that I'm going to have time to go pick up my daughter from daycare, you know, all these things, right? All the things. That's what was going on in my mind. I'm feeling all the things, right? But I did know that I was ready to go from that role. So I played around with it um, for about, I'm going to say about a year really a year. I played around with it. I would like pretty up my resume and, and I would send it out and I would get a few hits here and there. And, um, but nothing really materialized. Right. And I was like, okay, you know what? My heart's not all the way in it. Um, I'm just going to just ride it out. Just ride it out. I'm gonna wait it out. Well, then I really got serious about it. Right. Of course, you know, there's always a chain of events or there's always these triggers that happen, and then you're finally like, okay, that's the straw. I really got to start moving. And so that happened for me. And so again, I go back to my resume, dust it off, add a few things to it. And um, I really start thinking like, what do I want out of my next role? Well, of course, the role was the thing, the thing that I wanted was growth, right? I wanted an opportunity to grow. I wanted an opportunity to make an impact. I wanted an opportunity to like really do some things that um, were new, were different, right? Um, because quite frankly, I was starting to get bored in my role, right? Yeah, there was things that were going on, but it just was the same old kind of stuff over and over. Um, and so for me, what I wanted to do is I really wanted to like stretch my wings a little bit. So I thought, and so um, I started shopping my resume around. Well, here's the thing. Guess what I was doing? I would look at a job description, right? And I would be like, oh yeah, I can do this job. I can totally do this. So let me just send this over here. Let me send this over here. Let me send this one over here, right? And so sometimes I would get responses back. Sometimes I wouldn't. And I can recall that I went on an interview and literally the role was almost identical to the role that I had now. Now, let me just say that I picked this role hindsight, hindsight. Okay. I picked this role because it was comfortable. I ain't gonna lie. Right. I knew I could do it. Right. I knew I could do this role. I knew what the pay was. I was like, okay, it's not going to be that difficult. And I convinced myself that even though I could do like, it was the same thing. It was just in a different place. So because it was in a different place, surely it was going to be different. Right. So I get in the interview and I'm talking to the folks in the interview and one of the um, hiring managers, he asked me, he said, why would you want to make a lateral move? Because literally that's kind of what you're doing. Like, what's the point in this role? And I was like, oh, well, you know, this role will allow me to. And I came up with some nice flowery answer that we come up with in interview prep. Right. And he said, but will it really allow you to grow like you really want to? And I was like, man, you know, I, I kind of sat back in my chair a little bit. And I was like, you know what? No, it won't allow me to grow but it was comfortable. Right. And so then that, of course, that role, I didn't end up getting like, I didn't even get a chance to take my name out the hat. They just didn't give it to me. They gave it to somebody else. And who I found out was somebody else was somebody who was at a lower level than me that it actually was going to allow them to grow. Then I applied for another role. Right. 
same thing, kind of a lateral move. Why? Because it was safe, right? It was something stable. It was in a stable environment. It was safe, right? Like it was going to be completely fine. Wasn't any good for me either. Right? It never materialized. Right. I kept saying, I kept saying, I want these growth opportunities. I want an opportunity to be able to 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 do these things. But yet I kept picking the same roles over and over and over again. Does this sound familiar to anybody? And then I kept getting mad and in my feelings because I wouldn't get the responses that I thought I should get. Right. Because who I got all this experience. I know how to do this role. They should pick me. Right. But it wasn't happening for me. And so um, when I finally found the role that I really wanted to go into, I applied. Still didn't land it. Right. Why? Because at that point in time, I was so defeated from the other roles that I think that it just came out in how I interviewed. I'm just going to be all the way honest. I just think that's what happened. And so I actually ended up saying, you know what? Forget it. Let's forget it. Maybe it's not time for me anymore. Right. Maybe I should just throw on the towel. Maybe I should just say, you know what? It's not my time. I'll just wait it out. Right. But I'm so glad that I had connections. Right. Because what happened with my connections is that there was an opportunity that came um, that presented to me. Now, here's the thing about this opportunity. This opportunity was never one that I would have picked for myself. Never one that I would have picked for myself. As a matter of fact, it was actually a demotion. Believe it or not, it was a demotion. And at the time, people would ask me, you know, why would you even consider? And people have asked me now, why would you even consider that? And at the time, I um, was thinking about some other things that I wanted to do. And quite honestly, you know, for me to take on another role that was a lateral role or more would have been team too much. So I was like. OK, maybe I'll try this role because this is something I've never done. It's something I would have never picked for myself. Right. It was lateral kind of in title, but not in pay. So I was just like, OK, I'll try it. Right. So then here's the thing. Now I have to tell my boss that I quit. OK, she had no idea, one, that I was even looking. Right. And here's the reason why I think she had no idea. Because she never asked me. Hindsight. Okay, this is always hindsight. Hindsight, she really never asked me what I wanted out of my career or where I wanted to go. Right. She never asked me, like, you know, what do you see yourself? Like what she never tried to really prepare me to go further. And so when I had to tell her, it was it, it kind of shook her a little bit, like it shocked her. But here's what I do think, going back to that, what I just said about how she never asked me what I wanted to do. I never initiated the conversations either, right? How many of you are like, I want to grow. I want to move forward. But my supervisor, my boss, my manager, my leader hasn't even asked me what I want to do. But my question to you is, have you told them what you want to do, right? For me, I didn't tell her. And a lot of the reason why I didn't tell her was because I thought, well, if I tell her, she's not going to be able to do anything anyway. So what's the point, right? That may be some of you. And so when I got ready to tell her, I mean, it was like the most nerve wracking feeling, right? To be able to tell her just that, you know, you want to be able to think that you're going to be able to slap your resignation down like you're playing a good game of spades and you can just slap it down like you got the big joker because you fed up. But it was something else in there, right? Because I had grew a team 
And I had folks that I really liked on my team, right? And I really wanted to see them do well. And I knew that by me leaving them, like I knew that I didn't know what would happen to them, right? I was invested in their growth. And I was invested in what I had been doing and the partnerships that I had built. So it was kind of hard, right? And so for like a long time, I felt really guilty about leaving, right? And I think that's what kind of stalled my process in leaving too. Because every time I would think about leaving, I would think about leaving them. Right. And so that was like big for me. So when I put my notice in, it was one of those things that like I really had to grow up a little bit when I put my notice in. Right. And I had to stand on the fact that this was now something that I was doing for me and I was making the right move for me, even though it was a scariest move for me at that time. Well, fast forward, I'm six weeks into that role, that new role. And I literally get promoted into a whole nother role, right? (laughs) So, I mean, some may say that, you know what, had I not moved, I would have never got promoted. I would have never got here. Maybe. I don't know, right? But I had to take the leap. So why am I saying all this to you? There are some things that I learned when I quit my job, right? And I want to share them with you. Because here's the thing. I didn't think about these things until afterwards. But here are the things that I learned And I wrote them down because I don't want to get like all crazy here. But um, the first thing that I learned is that, you know what? Fear and rejection is real, right? Fear of rejection is real. So as you're like applying for roles and as even if you're thinking about having conversations with your leaders about growing and developing, like it was real for me. Like I was hesitant to have these conversations. I was hesitant to like say, you know what? This is what I want for my career. And then when I really started putting myself out there and started interviewing, like getting that rejection, that was real. Like, and that crushed me in some instances. And then that made me say, you know what? I don't even want to do this. Right. And or let me just go after the easiest thing, the low hanging fruit, if you will, the easiest job that I can find, because surely to God, they won't reject me for that. But I did get rejected for that, too. Right. And so rejection was real for me. So that's one thing that I learned when I quit my job. Another thing that I learned was that um, you don't always have to feel guilty when you're leaving your next role, when you're leaving a role going into the next one. Right. Again, me, I was thinking about, man, I don't want to leave my team. I don't want to let's like leave them out here bad. I don't want to leave these people out here bad. But here's the thing. Everybody is replaceable. Right. Everybody is replaceable. Me, you, everybody is replaceable, right? If you hit the lottery tomorrow, I bet you quit real quick, right? Um, So here's the thing. You don't have to feel guilty about leaving. They'll replace you. They'll find somebody else that can do the job. Maybe, Maybe as good as you can, maybe better, right? But they'll find somebody else eventually, right? So don't feel guilty about leaving. Another thing that I learned was that if I wanted more, I actually had to Um, It was up to me to get more. It wasn't up to my leadership to give me more. Um, Often what I tell my clients, my coaching clients, is that organizations will often say they care about you and they want to develop you and they want to see you go further and this, that and the third. And many of them do. Right. Many of them want to see you grow. But I often caution people on that because in most organizations, They only want to see you grow to the extent of the agenda that they have for you. 
right? So what is it that they want? What do they want to see you grow into, right? And if that doesn't match your agenda for yourself, it doesn't serve you, right? And so um, if you want more for yourself, you can't leave it up to, you know, your supervisor or your leader. Because like I said, mine never even asked me what I wanted to do. Nor did I ever bring it up to her because I really felt like she didn't care anyway, right? I've had, I have some wonderful colleagues that say, you know, when they have their developmental conversations with their staff, they bring jobs to them and say, hey, have you thought about this? That's a wonderful environment to be in. But if you're in an environment where it doesn't serve you anymore um, because you want more and you can't get it out of there, it's up to you then to go find it. It's not up to anybody else um, to even, you know, get it for you. Okay. Um, another thing that I learned was that um, your my fear of jumping or taking that leap, because here's the thing, that fear of taking that leap was real, right? I had been in an organization for 13 years, okay? It wasn't like I had been there like five minutes. I had been there 13 years. I was entrenched in it, right? I had like bounced in some different departments over that 13 years, but I was in one organization for 13 years. I had roots, Okay, so essentially what I was doing was uprooting myself and going into something that was completely foreign. I had no clue what it was. Right. That was the scariest thing in the world. And no matter what I try to prepare for. Right. Was it going to be stable? Was I going to have the security? Was I going to have the flexibility? You know, was I going to be able to adapt? Well, was I going to have friends during lunchtime? Right. Like all of these things. Right. Though that was the scariest thing for me. But I'm going to tell you something. What was even scarier, though, was staying in a place that I knew I wasn't going to grow anymore. But it didn't hit me like that at first. Right. It hit me after a while. It's like for me, I have this thing where I feel like after so many years you've been in a role, it's time to move on. If you think you're trying, it's time for you to grow or you need to go do something else. And I had hit that point. And so literally I was uncomfortable in my current role. Right. It was like miserable for me to like go into work. Right. I mean, it was it was like I was like, if these people say one more thing, if I got to do this one more time. Right. It became miserable for me. And it was like, I'd rather I the fear of taking this leap and going into something unknown was way less than sitting and staying. But again, I didn't come to that at first because I went back and forth. I vacillated, stay, go, wait it out. Maybe now's not the right time. It'll get better. Let me just do this. Maybe I just need to go take a vacation. Maybe just let me take two weeks off. I literally thought that at one point in time. Once I had that one last interview before I did the job that um, got presented to me came about and I didn't get it, I was like, well, you know what? Forget it. Maybe I'll just take a vacation. Maybe that's what I need. I just need a break. Once I come back, I'll be okay. That didn't work either. Okay, it didn't work. What I had to realize is that, you know what, this staying in this place, staying in this place that does not serve me, that I'm no longer growing in is actually smothering me out. It was actually smothering me out. And I'm going to tell you something. And it wasn't just that work, because for many of you and you don't have to be you can keep it. Keep it real with me. Keep it real with yourself. Sometimes we are in organizations or we're in jobs and they're no longer serving us and we're not happy in them. That bleeds over into our personal lives. And I saw that. I was like, you know, my patience level was low. Like I was like, oh, I don't talk to me. You know, I'm snapping at folks. It was just awful. I was just like, you know what? This is not who I am. So the fear of me leaping and going into something else 
was way less than me staying in a role that I knew wasn't, I wasn't meant to be in anymore. Okay. Um, and the last thing that I learned when I quit was that I really was growing when I was doing something uncomfortable. Because like I said, I was jumping out into an organization that I had no clue about, like none. Like I would have never thought to go into this organization. It wasn't on my radar, any of that, right? I was going to go do something that I didn't even like, I've never even literally concentrated in this area. I've touched it a little bit, but I've never concentrated in this area, right? So now I got to completely focus. I'm going with new people who don't know me from a can of paint. I'm going from where people knew me. Like you say my name, people kind of knew me, right? I was in the right circles. So now I'm the new kid on the block, right? But what I realized is that in that stretching, right? In that stretching, in that, that uncomfortable, super duper uncomfortable place is where my growth happened, right? In that super duper uncomfortable place is where I, I opened up my business. In that super duper uncomfortable place is like where I started. I'm writing a book now, right? Where that started. In this super duper uncomfortable place is where I started going live on LinkedIn, right? I tell all my clients, like, this was a thing for me. Like, I never thought I was going to go live on LinkedIn. I used to watch everybody else's videos and be like, oh, they're all, you know, it's it's produced and it looks so. And I'm like, I'm just little Keisha, right? So the thing is, is that I had to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And when that happened, I started to grow, right? So why am I saying all this to you? Some of you are in a position right now where you're thinking about quitting your jobs. I mean, we know that, right? Lots of people are thinking about it. Pandemic has us thinking like really making some life choices right now. Many of us are thinking like, is it even worth it for me to be here? Um, many people are like, you know what? I got all this education, all this experience, and I'm, I'm tired of tolerating less than what's the best for me, right? So many of you want so much more for yourselves and you're not getting it where you are right now. But there's this thing that's holding you back, right? And maybe that thing is, those the thing is your comfort zone. Maybe it's fear of taking the leap, right? Maybe it's fear of the unknown. Maybe it's just like, you know, analysis paralysis. You've done all the things, you're thinking about all the things, but you really can't quite put your finger on why you can't get over the hump. Maybe you're trying to play it safe and you're just looking for lateral moves because at least it'll get you out of one environment and surely to God. If I go into another environment, it can't be the same thing, even though it's the same type of job. Right. If that's you, um, I encourage you today to really sit with that, <laughs> really sit with it and think about the missed opportunities, the missed growth opportunities that you're leaving on the table. And here's the thing. We're all grown up. So also think about the money sometimes that you're leaving on the table. Had I not left, my income has, you know, gone up tremendously from just leaving. Right. But I had to take a leap. And that was one of the things I was worried about. Like, will I be able to, you know, provide for my family, continue to do that? Right. And then, boom, coronavirus hit. And I really was like, oh, man, I should have stayed where I was. <laughs> right? Like, I should have stayed where I was. But really what happened was it turned out to be a blessing for me. It turned out to be something really good for me. Right. But I had to have that courage to leap and to do it and to do it afraid and to do it um, 
scared out of my mind, but yet still to do it. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much for catching today's episode. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to be here with me. And for that, I'm so thankful. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, make sure that you subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. Have a fantastic day.